The top four teams in each conference will claim automatic berths in the first round of the playoffs. They will play intra-conference round robins, each playing the other three teams to determine their respective seeds in the first round. These games will be played with regular season overtime and shootout rules. In the Eastern Conference, the top four teams by points percentage at the time of the pause who will play round robin games to determine their playoff seeding are the Boston Bruins, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Washington Capitals, and the Philadelphia Flyers. Love it. That's the commissioner of the NHL, Gary Bettman. So those first 70 games you played in the regular season, Boston, ah, they don't count. Don't worry about them. They don't count. Jack Edwards joins us live on the Harbor One Hotline. All those 70 games, Jack, many of them that you did, none of them count anymore. We're starting all over again. How you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, I'm, I'm happy that they've made progress, but... Uh, this really screws the Bruins. <laughs> you know, they had an eight-point lead on Tampa Bay. They had a ten-point lead on Washington, which had a game in hand. So let's credit the uh, Caps with a win, and they're eight points behind. And they had an eleven-point lead on Philadelphia. Philadelphia had a game in hand, so let's give them the two points. So they're nine back. So let's say that the Bruins lose all three of those round-robin games, they're still ahead of all those teams on points. Yep. So, yeah. So, Jack, I mean, well, how, and why don't you do that, Jack? Why don't you just tag those games on to the points from the regular season? Because you're exactly. basing the seeding of all these other teams on what their points are when the season ended. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it, it, there, there was one team that was head and shoulders above every other team in the league, and you know, they knocked off the top of the mountain and filled in the valley with it. So, you know, I, but, but that's small potatoes compared to the, uh, to the playoff format because uh, once they get into the eight teams per conference, it's Stanley Cup hockey. That'll, it'll be, if it happens, it'll be sensationally competitive, although kind of weird in empty arenas, but uh but it'll it'll be uh, the best team will win eventually. So, Jack, this has been floated out there for a while. I, I thought they were going to adjust it and just sort of be like, listen, the Bruins are the one seed. Tampa, Washington, Philly, you guys are close enough. You guys can battle it out, right? But so this is out there for a while. Have you heard any rumblings, you know, from people within the organization? Just is it just one of these things they got to deal with it, or they can't be happy either? You know, I, I I think that everybody in the Bruins organization just wants to prove that they're the best team in the league as they did through the first 70 games, and they're uh, they're willing to do it in whatever format the league uh, scoops up and and uh, dishes out. And you know, I I think the Bruins fear no opponent. There are a lot of really really good teams in the NHL who are capable of running the table, but uh, the Bruins are are confident that um, on a level playing field, they'll uh, they'll win the battles. So, Jack, do you think this new plan will make for better playoffs? I think it will give you, a, a, viewers, a better playoff experience? Um, not necessarily. I, I, I More intrigue, see, maybe? I, I don't see how you justify uh, letting the Chicago Blackhawks with 72 points in 70 games into the playoffs. Uh, other than if you're just chasing money. Um, yeah, you know, the, you could you could make the same case for the Montreal Canadiens. 
31-31-9, which is NHL 500, but really is, you know, 500 in the NHL is is around uh, 530 or something because of the loser points. But, um, you know, it is what it is. They, they, the, the only real fear I have about this playoff format is what if Florida finally gets it together or Carey Price becomes yep. unbeatable yep. and and a 12 seed ends up winning the Stanley Cup, some joker at the next Board of Governors meeting is going to say, we ought to have 12 teams in the playoffs yep. every year, and it'll water it down. Yeah, I, see, I, was, I also... Yeah. I also am not am not crazy about this hedging on the first and second round series. Uh, it's got to be best of seven. It has to be best of seven. Agreed. So I want to, and I was just going to dispute what you were saying because eventually we're going to get down to the regular teams, and then we're going to have the real Stanley Cup playoffs. I disagree with you. As you know, hockey is the one sport where the number eight seed can beat the number one seed. What happened to Tampa Bay last year? They had the best winning record in the history of the game, and they didn't win a single playoff game. They were beaten by a number eight seed. So you're telling me that that uh, Carey Price can't get hot, and Montreal can't suddenly put it together over a couple of months we've seen stuff like this in the past jack and this <laughs> yeah. is not the true stanley cup i disagree with you well you know it 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 is in an unusual situation to say the least uh the best the nhl can offer but yeah, we're desperate um i yeah and i i still don't know how they're going to fit it in without screwing up the next two seasons but um that's for the uh, board of governors and commissioner Bettman to figure out you know i i'm just taking it uh, one announcement at a time <laughs> jack have you have you heard anything about like taxi squads because as we know we were talking before once this whole thing gets straightened out with all sports injury risk is going to be a huge concern Anytime you go to the Stanley Cup Finals, you know what those guys are like, you know, when the season is over and the surgeries they have. But you would think if you're going to play hockey for the next couple of months, you're going to need five or six, seven bodies, I would think, right? Yeah, yeah, a perfectly legitimate point. You know, uh, hockey and and the NFL are the two sports where uh, it is commonplace to see uh, a player play not just hurt but injured, you know, damaging himself physically for the rest of his life, knowing that he's doing it. Um, you know, Brick blew out his uh, ACL uh, in his uh, final season, final full season. He was playing in the International League, and they won the Turner Cup. And uh, he had the knee replaced and needs the other knee replaced. And I, I've often asked him, um, if you knew now what you knew, uh, if you knew then what you know now, would you do it? And in less than a second, he says, absolutely. And that's the attitude of every player who's playing for any kind of a championship. You know, if they can numb it and I won't feel it until two hours after the game, I'm playing. And, you know, that's, that's the way it is. And, and, uh, to compress the schedule, uh, always in dangerous players, and I'm I'm concerned about the lack of rest. And uh, it's really really important that uh, the NHL expand the rosters and and uh, give coaches and teams the flexibility of uh, giving players um, enough latitude to uh, 
to experience things as normal humans do. You know what, Jack? Um, you know, you mentioned something uh, of the last question I asked as far as a money grab. You know, because my question is, if it's if it, if we can come up with a real simple solution for this, just by talking amongst ourselves, okay, this is the practical way to end this. The Bruins have earned it; they should be rewarded for it. Yet, it is a money grab. It is a way for them to recoup some money, try to get creative, try to get more people interested. At least that's my opinion. Because if it wasn't a money grab, then they would have just done the what I would think is the honorable thing and reward the teams that played the best, even though it was a shortened season. Yet. Here we yeah. are with this convoluted scenario, and and everyone's you know kind of agitated. Yeah, and uh, the agitation has just begun because uh, I was in a meeting at uh, at Nesson, uh, a Zoom meeting, um, when the news broke, and um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, we're we're not assured of being able to carry those games, um, and. Uh, the money grab doesn't just stop at the rink. You know, it, it extends, obviously, to uh, network and regional network television. So uh, we're just going to go in and fight for all we can get. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, money makes the league go. And uh, I have uh, disagreed with a lot of uh, decisions that the commissioner and the board of governors have made, and I'm, I'm sure I will uh, disagree with many in the future, but uh, I hope, they see some semblance of fairness of uh, of serving the audiences that have been uh, loyal. I still don't understand why they reseeded the top four. And you can talk about money all you want. I don't see where money plays into it. If you wanted to add Montreal because you need the Canadian TV market, I get it. So you add the 24. How does that change the top four seating? I have no justification for the logic of redoing this. And I can understand, Jack, because you don't want – Eight teams not playing for the first 10 days when they've been off for three months. I get that. All right. So you have them play. And the only real factor you have is Philly could actually jump over Washington. If you remember, Philly was playing great at the end of when we stopped all of this. And Colorado could jump on top of St. Louis. So I get that. So why don't you have them play those three games and just add it to the total that we have right now, and then you have a fair and equitable system of this is how we accomplish getting to the end of the regular season. Now these eight teams will join the other teams in the playoffs ten days later. I don't get well, it. You know, as you're as you're saying this, I uh, I stole five minutes uh, between my meeting and uh, this uh, radio appearance. Uh, to watch Gary Bettman's announcement, and I only got about five minutes into it where he listed this long roster of players who had uh, given up their time and, and uh, input and wisdom, and I noticed that not one of them was a member of the President's Trophy-winning team. So mm. when you don't have somebody uh, to, to voice his opinions in the, uh, in the room, and you have a lot of other teams uh, represented, such as the Ottawa Senators, who are now officially on vacation. Um, no wonder the Bruins got the short end, you know? <laughs> I, just, I, I, I just don't get this one. This one makes no sense. And I don't even think see where money plays into it. I, I'm not even bitching about the 24 teams. I don't think it's great because, as we were talking about earlier, you could get one of the teams that normally would not make the playoffs that suddenly is playing in the Stanley Cup Finals. So, right. But 
how Make they the got hub cities. Jack, yep. what do you think about the, they came down with ten possibilities, and we were talking. I just felt at this point they would they would come down to say four, you know, but they still have ten yeah. different possibilities. Boston's not one. Maybe it's what Massachusetts was dealing with. But um, do you see one of them definitely in Canada? I think we're, we're talking about Toronto, Edmonton, Vancouver. Oh, I can yeah. see one being there. Yeah, and and uh, if you play it out, um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if it's Edmonton and the decision's been made already and they're just listing the other cities because mm-hmm. uh, they want to be nice guys. But uh, Edmonton, as you know, is no comma, the northernmost largest population in the world. And and uh, it's going to be August, and playoff hockey is going to go on. And Edmonton always has had sensational ice, not quite as good at Rogers as at Northlands, but um, still really good. And uh, the ice, imagine if, if these games were in Sunrise, Florida. <laughs> they, Might be an well, Jack, is, is that, yeah. do you think that played in? I mean, was that, I mean, I'm sure it's a big deal, but I feel like, I mean, there's a lot of arenas have good ice, right? I mean, was it was it more well, about the ice, or was it more about just the the general, I guess, campus feel where these guys are going to be going to be situated? Because I mentioned L.A. and the you know L.A. Live Staples Center, that whole area where there's a bunch of hotels underground where you can walk underground, yeah. you can do all sorts of stuff, and everything's right there with restaurants and everything. Yeah, I think I think the decision was more logistics, but um, the ice di- district in Edmonton is uh, second to none. You so could he- put every every team in the JW right across the uh, the footbridge, you know, and uh, you can contain it pretty well. So here's the other thing I'm reading, and that is that the numbers uh, are really low with the coronavirus, and that is one reason they believe that they'll be welcomed in Edmonton and they will have fewer health and safety issues. They've had a total of 138 deaths during the whole thing. We, we've had yep. days here in Massachusetts where we've lost 138. So the numbers are low. And so I think that's what they're doing, Jack. They're looking at Edmonton saying that's going to be a fairly safe place to, uh, to play. Well, yeah, you know, they're, they're Canadians and, and Canadians are polite and follow directions. You know, the, the, uh, you know how to get 30 drunk Canadians out of the pool? How do you get them out of the pool? You, you say, please get out of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would say, Labats for everyone! Right here. Yeah. All right, yeah. Jack, we're going to let you uh, right, go Jack. with that uh, that joke. Boy, you are really, uh, you, need, you need to get on the air. That's what you <laughs> need to do, badly. Jeez. All right, Jack, hey, we'll talk hey, to you, bud. Hey. Thank you. There's hope. Always great to talk to you guys. Thanks, Thanks Jack. See you later, Jack. You're the best. On the Harbor One hotline.